But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to the X-Factor Podcast. Festivus edition. I, I'm not sure what the strength to weight ratio is of this pole that I have here, but it is uh, PVC. And uh, well, it says not for pressure on it, so um, <laughs> it's probably not genuine Festivus certified. Uh, what does it have to be? A bare, undecorated aluminum pole, John? Uh, see, traditionally uh, an unadorned aluminum pole. Yes. So, but uh, happy Wait. Festivus to everyone! It's my first Festivus party. I'm excited about it. Coach Brew, is this your first, or have you had other Festivus parties? Uh, this is my first. So please be gentle with me. <laughs> okay. Well, you're the one with the pole. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we decided that if there were ever a year where we should do a Festivus episode, and uh, at the time that this episode is dropping, it is Festivus. It is. December yeah. 23rd. December 23rd. It is Festivus, yes. And we basically decided if there were ever a year that we wanted to do air grievances. Yes. It is 2021. And at the yes. end of 2021, what better a time? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it has been, a, a you know, 2021 has been like uh, 2020 repeated and sounds like 2022 is going to be the same. We're going to be in Omicron hell, apparently. So, um, yeah. So but but let's wrap up this year with some airing of grievances, because I think it's a good year to air some grievances. So I, I feel like, John, we ought to issue a disclaimer. OK, we should. So like Festivus is the holiday for the rest of us. Yes, which was a uh, was a Seinfeld reference. That yep, was that, back, yep. Uh, Kramer's like made up holiday. Uh, I just want to say this: I am not. I'd like to go on the record uh, for Mark Zuckerberg, for um, who's the Twitter CEO? Jack Dorsey. Jack, yeah, no, uh, it's a new guy. He, yeah, the new guy. Yeah. Um, for the Biden administration, for. Um, the CIA, the FBI, all the three-letter agencies that monitor us. Uh, what is it? The NSA, who's monitoring yes. Yes. our Zoom calls and our Verizon cell phones. Um, I want to go on the record and say I am not a Santa denier. No. I am very pro-Santa. Very pro-Santa. Me and too. We're not Santa deniers on the X Factor podcast. No, nope, not at all. 100%. We're just being inclusive. You know, that's exactly it. We are I mean, celebrating you, all of the holidays here. Yeah. I mean, I you can't see it. But over there, uh, I have a menorah. You could probably see a little bit of the illumination from it in the corner. I have a menorah. I've got a tree in the office and I have a Whoa. Have I have a Festivus pole right here. Yeah. So we're just inclusive people. You didn't mention Kwanzaa. Yes. Um and Kwanzaa as well. Yes. I, I, I um, It's the celebration of the harvest. Did you know that? I did not know that. Kwanzaa no. is the uh, celebration of the harvest, I believe. So, yes, happy inclusive holidays to all. And um, this airing of grievances episode is brought to you by our friends at? Bottom Gun Coffee. And where do you get Bottom Gun Coffee? Cowboy Blend? Uh, bottomguncoffee.com and uh, you can get all sorts of blends and uh, morning blends my favorite but cowboy blend is your new favorite yep um, John I feel like there's a uh, the elephant in the room I guess is the term <laughs> that, that we ought to discuss and I'm not talking about the Festivus Paul right 
Um, do you remember? And if you uh, if you're a P1 listener, you probably know these movie quotes that we throw out from time to time. Um, John, do you remember the movie where um, Matthew McConaughey's character looks at um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character and yes. says, those are rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers up, son. At Wolf well, of Wall Street, right? Yep. Great movie. Well, well we, uh, we used to have rookie numbers. <laughs> we did. We did. For this podcast. And then, like... Um, I would use the term meteoric rise. Yes. All of a sudden, uh, ever Explain. since there was a change in our staffing here at the X Factor podcast, our numbers have been increasing and they've, they've more than doubled our listenership since uh, we had a personnel shift. <laughs> yeah. No more rookie numbers, John Rennie. Yeah. We've seen uh, incredible growth. What were the and, dates uh, on that? Like if we're going to. <laughs> Drill down and try and uh, what what is it? Uh, correlation does not equal causation. It does not. No. But if we 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 have some concrete proof when you uh, peel back the layers of the onion. Yes. Yeah. When you do that, it 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 appears that our meteoric rise in listenership and followership uh, occurred. Uh, it happened on <coughs> November second. <coughs> Is when it started shooting up, which is about the time we, uh, our show producer, was unceremoniously fired, and our our numbers have gone up. So we we've we've operated without a producer, and we're doing better than when we had a producer. So that tells Shout you out. about the value. <laughs> Shout out uh, to P one listener Sarah Swenson for firing our producer for us. I know. I know. Look at that. And we've doubled our listenership since she uh, did that. So thank you, Sarah. Not all heroes wear capes. No, That's no. So, um, John. Yeah, there, there are certain things at a Festivus party that take place. The airing of grievances. You eat, um, I believe, like meatloaf, I think was the. Yeah, usually dish. it's a it's a very Seinfeld kind of food. Yeah, like yeah. meatloaf or spaghetti like, or something. Yeah, something nondescript. Ordinary. Yeah, and then uh, you engage in feats of strength. So I think it's no small coincidence that you are broadcasting from your your home gym in your basement, right? So I've been kicked out of my podcast studio, which is actually my oldest son's bedroom because he's home for the holidays. So I am operating in my gym. So. Those of you who follow me on social media, I'm, I'm here every morning. Uh, Will we get to see feats of strength is my question. <laughs> I have lots of weights in here. So, you know, I don't know if I can take my camera and I got lots of weights in here. We could probably do something, but uh, but you no, know, I probably shouldn't. I'm probably going to pull a muscle or something. I'm getting right, old. So, you know. um, in lieu of that, I'll just show you my feats of strength. You ready? <laughs> get to them. Nice, nice. Yep. The agony of defeat. So, uh, if you weren't, if you're listening to the podcast, I just showed everyone my feet um, on the YouTube channel, and um, somebody's probably going to clip that and try and sell a picture of my feet on the internet, which is fine. <laughs> you know, hard times. People got to do what they got to do. I'd yeah, be lying yeah. if I didn't tell you I've thought of doing the same thing. So, John. We're going to air some grievances tonight. We are. I mean, um, in the spirit of giving, I will allow you to go first. Well, before I go, we had some of our uh, P1 listeners have have given us a few. um, So maybe we could play again. Airing of grievances is typically happens after the, the Festivus dinner. And it is, uh, it is. We're recording this after dinner. Yes. Right. Exactly. We've had dinner. I've had one bourbon and uh, we are airing our grievances. What are the things that offended us or or drove us crazy in in 2021? That's what this is all about. Uh, And folks, one bourbon for this kid, that that ain't even, that doesn't even constitute foreplay for him. (laughs) No, it doesn't. And I didn't bring the bottle up here because I've learned my lesson. Last time I brought the bottle up here, I drank half the bottle during an episode and uh you can under you couldn't understand my words by the end so and yeah. you have the best words the best words best words <laughs> the best. all right so uh let's kick this off with uh 
P1 listener. All who, right. Who, who do we have first? And left a voicemail on our uh, podcast page. All right. Let's listen in. Do I get a drum roll, John? Uh, we've tried drum rolls. We fail miserably. All right. This is P1 listener Drew Hashimura, and we're going to start Festivus off with the airing of grievances. My first grievance is against Coach Morgan Randall. You need to come out of your office and participate in this show. I'm still not happy that you were unable to obtain horses to be able to deliver uh, my anniversary present to my wife and I. And Coach Brew, you've got to stop tweeting nonsense in the middle of the night. I don't do that. And stop tagging me in these unicorn posts. I, I have no idea what these memes mean. But in all seriousness, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you both. Oh, I like that. That was, such, that? A, uh, that was such a heartfelt message, John. <laughs> that, uh, that, that went deep, deep into the uh, to the cockles of my heart. Perhaps maybe even the subcockle area. It could, could be. Wherever that is. Wherever that is. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So what's with the horse and Coach Ray, uh, Morgan Randall? Oh, so uh, my clothing brand, which you see prominently displayed, oh, yeah. displayed here, um, we did 12 days of Kuko, chin up, chest out, Christmas. Okay. And on one of the 12 days, um, it was a uh, outrageous offer where if you bought a, I believe it was a mystery box that you could also make a request to have anything you want. Anything you want. Okay, anything. You want a, a live Maine lobster? Do you want um, a, a pack of cinnamon Big Red gum? Would you like a, a can of dip? Would you like a box of cigars? Uh, some Christmas cookies, whatever. Uh Anything. So Drew uh, said, I'd like, um, I just like a hoodie. Like, that's too easy. Like, make me work for this. So he said, okay, it's my wife and I's anniversary on Wednesday. And this is like on a Monday, he's telling me this. And I would like surf and turf delivered to my home Wednesday, hot, like a hot meal. Yeah. Delivered to my home um, at dinner time for my anniversary dinner to surprise my wife. And I want it delivered um, on a silver platter with a, uh, a horse-drawn chariot <laughs> driven by and delivered by Coach Morgan Randall. Aha. Uh-huh. So we went from a relatively simple request that I could actually fill to – not being able to do that at all. Yeah. Um, because Coach Randall doesn't always, well, you know this. He's yeah. a crotchety curmudgeon that doesn't always cooperate with things. He doesn't cooperate and with anything. No, no, no. I mean, unless it's, it's got to be very self-serving. Right. So if he were invited over for dinner, there would be three surf and turf dishes. Um, so, yeah, Drew got a really nice hoodie. But that's what he was referring to. About. Uh, I, I don't know what he was talking about with the unicorns. I think he was just <laughs> uh, just uh, dragging me, so to speak. But, yeah, always a good time when we hear from our P1s, John. I love it. I love it. I, it's great. So it's great to hear that. Um, what um, – you know, when I was when I was looking up – when I was going to talk about my I – have, I have my top 10 grievances for 2021. And what I did was I did not – Pick the obvious things like inflation, the price of gas. I uh, did that. Okay. So so I figured some other people would cover that. So no, I mean, like, I was being Joe Biden when you said the price of gas. I oh, did I that. Did, I did that. Yeah. The stickers. I did that. Yeah. So, you know, the thing. The thing. You know. You know. So anyways, uh, I didn't cover that. I didn't cover, um, uh, you know, like social media um uh, you know, all the what meme, do you call it? meme Censor, the censorship and social media. Oh, yeah. I didn't cover, I didn't cover anything COVID related. So people wearing their masks, driving in their cars alone. I just let it go. The Karens of the world. I let it go. 
Let but it go. I did. I did. Let I did. it go. But here's my top 10 for 2021. So we'll start. With Are we the, starting at 10? Are we doing this David Letterman style starting at 10? It, it gets, it gets better as we go forward. So at number 10, at the bottom of the list, number 10 is people who connect with me on LinkedIn and then try to sell me something right away. So they don't want to get to know me. They go right for the reach around. Uh, hey, we uh, you got to bring in candy and flowers. Nothing. Folks. They go right for candy it. Candy and flowers first. You got to get to know me, you know, get, give me a compliment or something or whatever, but don't go right for the, go right for the sell. So you end up getting uh, dropped as a connection and uh, it fails. So people who connect with you on LinkedIn and try to sell you something are the worst. And if it's you and you're listening, you're the worst. So number nine, uh, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Number one, why is this still happening in 2021? Why, who, who is answering this call and saying, yes, I'm really interested in, in my car's extended warranty. Please tell me more. Nobody is saying yes. You are wasting our time with these phone calls. Well, obviously, somebody is saying yes, so they wouldn't keep doing it. That's the scary You're right. But it's got to be like one in a million, right? One in a thousand. But I guess some people are saying yes. You're right. It's a good You're point. You're one in a million, John. I'm one in a Always have been. Number eight on my list. So it is <laughs> number eight. I got it. Number eight. It's a high budget operation. You see the production value of this shit? It's very good. So number eight is those people who post a headline on social media that I want to read the article. But when soon you get to the article, there's a paywall and I can't read the article. So then I say, never again will I click on any one of your links going forward. Either drop We're talking about you, business insider. Yeah, business insider, uh, whatever, Wall Street Journal, just, just quit it. If you're going to have a paywall, stop putting stuff on social media to get my attention. That's my, that's my grievance, if you will. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Do we have a graphic for that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> number seven. Uh, anyone who still requires a fax. Uh, let me tell oh, you. Oh, my God. That just happened to me last week. I know, right? Who's yeah. doing this? It's 2021. I just had to do it last week as well. I, I had, had to fax a handwritten credit card number on a paper order form, John Rennie, to what purchase digital music that was downloadable from the cloud. So they've got this software where they can transfer enormous gigabytes of files, MP3, WAV files, whatever, but they don't have a credit card processor. You never heard of Square? You it's never heard of Stripe? They, they've got the, you know, the old uh, Visa, you know, they got the little mechanical. Uh, I'm confident uh, that's what their secretary was doing. If you have a fax machine fax. in 2021 and you require us to do business with you with a fax machine, then you are on my list of grievances for 2021. All right. This is number. Now I'm on to number six. Thanks. Number six. Again, 2021, we still can't have an edit button on Twitter. What is the problem? What is the problem? Facebook has it. Instagram has it. LinkedIn has it. Get me an edit button because sometimes I type if I type faster than I think. And I their, to, uh, their developers are too busy shadow banning people to, to create an edit. That is true. That is true. By the way, if you look up the people, and I was going to have this on my list, but I tried not to get too political. But the number of people that were banned in 2021, look at the list of people that were banned. It is crazy, but it's all, it's, it, I mean, they say they don't have an agenda, but everyone that was banned in 2021 was a right-wing person. And you can look at the list and you can figure it out yourself. But I'm not going to bring it up. That's not my grievance. On my Twitter, grievance is the right-wing and left-wing connected to the same bird. It's a turkey, too. Yeah, here's my bird for you. There's <laughs> two of them. So uh, uh, Twitter Get with the program. Give us an edit button. It's not that hard. I probably could do it in about 20 minutes if you give me the chance. So, number five. He could. He yeah. went to WPI. I did go to WPI. Which is like MIT on steroids. Exactly. I are an engineer. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. So, number five is... Okay, you can see a link to an article that you want to see. It looks really interesting. You go to go to the website, and there's so many ads and pop-up ads that you can't find the actual story. Talking to you, you Forbes. Forbes, what is going on here? You're, it's just 
And and not only that, you shovel your former self. You are a shell of your former self, Forbes. Absolutely. We're putting you in timeout. And it's always like, and it's always an ad like, oh, you know, this this uh, this tennis player didn't see the cameras were rolling, and when this happened, that's the ad for Forbes or you know, or these reputable companies have these allegedly titillating ads for you know, click here and see nothing. By the way, did you say uh, titillating? Titillating. That's a good word, right? Great word. That's not what it means. I don't are you allowed know. to say that? Or are we going to get censored? Because no, you, you can say titillating. titillating. Well, what about this? The censors what about, aren't very smart. So, what about Titmouse? Can we say Titmouse? A tufted Titmouse. Yes, you can. Okay. I think so. I've got them in the backyard. Number four. <laughs> Number four. All right. Hey, this is this is mine. This is my bourbon one. You people who are hoarding bourbon because you're a collector, and you people who are buying and, and selling on secondary markets, screw you. Some of us just want to drink bourbon. We don't want to collect it. We just want to drink it. And because you're doing it, you're raising the price in the secondary market. Half the stuff is fake. We're tired of you. We just want to be able to get the bourbon we want at the store. So screw you, those people who are buying and, and selling bourbon on the secondary market. I don't care. And it messes up all the allocation, too, like because – the good stuff's oh, allocated at stores. It's terrible. And I, and I believe that the higher-ups, at least in my county, the higher-ups are getting the good stuff and they're selling it on the, on the secondary market. So there's never anything available for us that we want to drink. So, so John, anyways. I'm going to let you rant. You're going to have to do the numbers yourself. All I have right. to go to the bathroom. I will leave you with my friend here. Oh, we got the Festivus poll. That'll, that'll I'll be right me. back. All right. So that was number four. Burden hoarders, uh, bourbon hoarders. Sorry, that that is one of my biggest uh, gripes. And we're moving up the list, so we're moving up to number three. Number three. So uh, here, here's here's my number three for 2021 grievance is, hey guys, you guys that own websites, get your act together. What what are the password rules? What do you want my rule? What do you want my password to be? It's got to be two characters, a capital letter, uh, an animal, an emoji. I mean, seriously, can we just have a standard for what what passwords should look like? Everybody wants something different. I can't remember these things. I'm getting old. I'm in my 50s. Give me a break. And uh, and the other thing is those guys, you guys are forcing me to change. I have some of my uh, websites require me to change my password every 30 days. And I can't remember my last password and I got to come up with a new one. So those of you who are doing stupid password rules and stupid uh, rules for changing your password, screw you. I'm tired of you and I'm tired of passwords and I can't take it anymore with regard because I got, I've got hundreds of passwords I have to have just to be able to do my job as an entrepreneur. So screw are you, you guys. A, come up with one list. Are yeah. you getting roid rage down there because you're down there in your gym? It sounds like you're getting roid rage. Well, as the list get, as the numbers get smaller, as you get to the top, I get more emotional. I would say. What so number are we on now? What was number three? Passwords and password rules that we just don't have a standard process for it. You know, like do we change our password every thirty days, every twenty days? Every every website does it differently. Every rule for for passwords is different, and uh, I can't just use the password one two three four anymore. I got to actually come up with something creative. I'm not that creative, so that's that. Number two, number two is my. Number two, getting close to the top, my second biggest grievance for 2021 is the Small Business Association. Guys, screw you, okay? In April, you told me that our company was eligible for EIDL loan if we fill out this application. We fill out the application where we were approved in April of 2021. Now it is December of 2021, and we still haven't seen any money. And I call you every week, and you tell me the money's coming sometime. Well, I don't know when sometime is. I'm a small business owner. Sometime needs to be plus or minus a month, uh, a quarter, a year. Just let me know. Um, hey, the great news is I, I did get my congressman involved and they actually reached out to the uh, Small Business Association and they said he'll get his money when he gets when he gets his money. That's what the answer I got back from my congressman. So thank you, U.S. government. Thank you, Small Business Association. Thank you, EIDL program for not helping me at all this year. So thumbs up to you guys. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Well, he is running the country right now, so pretty much. Yeah. All right, and my and my last number one for 2021, and this has to be number one for me. It is the fact that the the lifespan on home appliances is 
about two years max, right? Designed now. obsolescence. Designed obsolescence has taken over the country. And screw you, every one of you guys, because you're all the same. And it doesn't matter what the brand is, whether it's GE, Maytag, or you name it. Uh, I have a house that's five years old. I live in this house. I've had a uh, refrigerator. I've had an air conditioner. I've had the dishwasher. I had the microwave, uh, the gas logs. And now my oven is out for uh, thanks uh, for Christmas. So screw you guys. Design a product that lasts more than five years, please. Uh, it's it's not that hard. Uh, you guys are are failing. You're miserable, and everybody hates you. So that's my grievances. My don't, don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel, Jr. On that oh, I'm one. pissed. I'm yeah. pissed. I well, so much that. like when when it's a subdivision, so much is like contractor grade crap that gets put in the you know same stuff in all the homes. Oh yeah, it's all contractor grade crap. But I'm going to mention Lennox by name. So I have an, I have two air conditioning units in my in my house, and uh, my, again, my house is Lennox Crystal Air Conditioners. It's Lennox. You're a baller! Wow, it's Lennox crap air conditioners is what it is. And uh, so when I came to Lennox house, I said, Crystal, really expensive. <laughs> I think it's expensive supposed to be, crystal. yeah. Yeah. So when the, when the repair guy comes, he says, oh, yeah, you've got a Lennox unit. I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. So they use on these uh, evaporator coals, use dissimilar metal, and they just corrode and they they leak. So we have to replace them all the time. I said, well, is it covered under warranty? No. Uh, can you get the part? Well, it's going to take two months to get the part. All right. Well, how much is it going to cost? 3500 bucks. How much My is house a new is unit? five years old. What? How much is a new unit? Uh, like $5,000. Probably better off. Springing for the new unit. Yeah. Well, I went something for else new... is just going to break in the old one. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Kind of, unit. I've had bad luck with appliances this year. Yeah, and, I'll uh, say. My wife is an amazing cook. She does has no oven right now. I have a repair guy coming tomorrow. I had to order the parts on my own because the guy said he couldn't guarantee me the parts. So I got the parts on my own. We'll see if I can get it fixed uh, before Christmas. But yeah, yeah my, dish, my, my dishwasher is an amazing cook too <laughs> he's great huh <laughs> she's great i love it so those are my grievances my top 10 for 2022 2021 uh, and i'm sure 2022 will still won't have an edit button on twitter i guarantee it and there'll still be people who are replying all stop replying all why do you do that you guys I actually think john i yeah. actually think that every single one of your grievances yeah will be relevant a year from today you think i the, it might be evergreen content my friend that might be relevant we'll we'll, we'll take this list and we'll we'll, we'll laminate it we'll, we'll probably be able to read it in uh 2022 a year 100%. from now yeah yep. well do you want to uh, play another one from a p1 listener or do you want to jump into yours first because i'll I jump think into mine got... and then we'll play one all from right one all list. right sounds good so what do you got on your list of grievances it, for this year you're gonna do it the exact opposite way that you did okay that's fine i'm gonna air my biggest grievance <laughs> all right right out of the gates okay right out of the gate <laughs> people who do top 10 lists <laughs> it's my biggest grievance it's okay, intellectually that? lazy. You are basically being a uh, a David Letterman cover band. You're a bad bootleg version of a irrelevant old celebrity. That's me. Be better. Be original. Enough with this formulaic thing. That's true. I should have. Yeah, but He's nobody knows David Letterman anymore. He's old. He's gone. Nobody knows. These young oh. kids don't know who he is. I could be original. So, yeah, people who do top 10 lists. That's <laughs> my number one grievance. And with that in mind, I just said that because my fabulous podcast host did a top 10 list. That's really yes. not my number one grievance. We are <laughs> going to go to another fabulous caller who's a P1 listener, left us a message. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, get with the program, go to our site, and leave a message. Yeah, absolutely. Like these fine scholars in this episode have. This is Adam Todd. I got a couple of grievances I want to air to you people. 
Number one, enough already with the virtue signaling. I don't care if you got your Fauci ouchie. If you did, great, move along, nobody cares. And if I see one more profile picture of somebody wearing a mask, I think I'm gonna scream. Nothing says, hey, look at me, I'm saving the world. Like wearing a mask in your profile picture. These are the same dopes that wear their mask in the car when they're alone. <laughs> nobody cares. That takes care of the Democrats. Number two, you Republicans, you want to feel special because you have inside knowledge about a pizzeria that Hillary Clinton's using to traffic young children? Knock it off. You're too old to believe this crap. Yes, there's bad people out there, but no, there's no war underground, and no, there's not currently a war in space. You don't have inside information that the rest of the world isn't privy to. Shut off the internet, go for a walk, and join the rest of us back here on planet Earth. For the rest of you Americans who are working hard with your heads down and doing the best that you can, keep it going. We're winning. Happy Festivus and Merry Christmas. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's that is crazy. a flex if I've ever heard one. Wow. Beating up the left and the right. I love it. Mm. That was the left and a right to the gut, to the head. Wow. Props to Adam Todd and props to Drew Hashimura. Those were uh, great calls and uh, very happy they joined us here for the annual airing of grievances. Yes. X Factor Festivus episode. Yes. Uh, in all seriousness, JR, I, in all seriousness, I got a couple grievances. I won't make as extensive a list as you because, well, um, I don't want to elevate my blood pressure too much. I'm on blood pressure meds and I have uh, high cholesterol. I have moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, uh, GERD, and a gluten allergy. So I'm going to just take it easy. Okay, good. Um, Number one was people who do top ten lists. I really didn't mean that. I know you're sensitive. I hope it didn't hurt your feelings. Um, here's one for you, and it's like a lot. Of, like a lot of my issues are uh, cottage industries now. Mm. So the biggest beef I probably have, and this isn't just 2021, and it's probably going to be relevant ten years from now as well. Bank fees. Oh. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of them. The one that chaps my uh, my behind the most yeah. is, so I have three accounts at the same bank. One is a, uh, a business savings, one is a business checking, and in order to have a business checking account, I had to have a third account. It's called a gold account. It's not for like holding actual gold, the mineral. That's just the catchy, stupid little name of their account uh, where you have to keep uh, a couple thousand dollars in it in case you bounce a check from the other account. Right. It automatically deducts from that kind of like safety account, if you will. Right, right. But they're still going to charge you uh, a bounce check fee. Oh, geez. And they will charge you a transfer fee because they have to transfer that money. Now, here is – that isn't even the worst of it. First of all, I've never bounced a check from one account to another. They've never had to do that transfer. But what happens is by keeping that third account and just like keeping a base number of dollars in it and not – uh, withdrawing or depositing from it, it goes inactive. Oh. So every year you pay, every year that, like, if you go a calendar year without moving money in it, you have to pay a monthly inactivity fee. Oh, geez. Yeah. So they're deducting like $10 a month because you didn't do anything. So I called the bank manager i'm like i've been a customer here for 15 years and i just saw this is your policy now uh, wasn't always this way but in what world does it make sense that you are going to punish me for not keeping less money in that account yeah like i wouldn't get punished they wouldn't charge me a ten dollar fee if i was withdrawing money from it yeah so by giving you the honor and privilege of holding my money so you can go invest it in somewhere else and you're probably earning interest on it. I know I'm not. It's a non-interest bearing account. Yeah. You're going to ding me a few bucks every month. And she's like, that's our policy. I said, well, uh, I'm about to walk 
with all three of my accounts. Yeah. And I will go to another bank if you do not eliminate that fee and don't credit me back the money that you basically stole yeah. uh, with that fee. And she said, I can't do that. And I said, but I bet the president of the bank can. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you really want to ask, you really want me to ask the president about a $10 fee? I said, you're damn right I do, because it's not the fee, it's the principal. Right, right. Because that fee, John, and it can't be the only bank that does that, is on top of an ATM fee. They get you coming and going with the ATM fees. Use one of their ATMs, there's still a fee. Use a different ATM, you get a fee from both your bank and the other bank. You, what other fees are there? Yeah. There's a transaction fee on everything. Yeah, no, they get you coming and going. And, and uh, again, I, I'm the same way. I, I, my, my bank guy called me the other day and he said, well, I want to talk to you about like what our relationship is. I said, what are you talking about a relationship? We have no relationship. It's transactional. I said, I put my money in, you keep it, you make money, uh, and then you charge me a bunch of fees. That's our relationship. That Well, what can we do to do better? I said, you know, one of the things I wanted to do is just have an overdraft protection on my checking account in case I have a cash flow, you know, spike or, or a dip. And they said, uh, oh, yeah, we don't offer that to business clients. I'm like, I have it on my personal account, but you don't offer it to a business account. I have hundreds of thousands of dollars in this account and you won't do an overdraft protection on, on that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yep. So, yeah, like, what can we do to, to improve our relationship? I said, what relationship? It's, it's purely transactional. You treat me like a number. So, and, yeah. you know, they, um, they kind of get you locked in because it's a pain in the ass to change everything over to another bank. It is, yeah. yeah. But, you know, my next move will be to a credit union, not yeah. a bank bank, because the bank is just trying to, to please its shareholders. And yeah. a credit union, its customers are its shareholders. So yeah. that will be my next move. Yeah, but no, that's I've the had, biggest yeah. grievance: bank fees. I, I'm with you, 100. As a small business owner, I'm with you. Second biggest grievance: Nigerian kings. <laughs> yes. Nigerian kings. Yes. Not princes. Whoa! This has got a twist to it. All right. Yeah. All right. So you got these millions of dollars. You're a Nigerian king. You're all, if we have any watching this or listening to this right now, let me just tell you, you're all doing an absolutely horrible job of state planning. You unexpectedly pass away and you leave this massive inheritance to the prince, your son, your namesake. And he's not able to access that money without emailing someone like you or me, John, in America to help him transfer his inheritance over to U.S. dollars here. And, you know, being the kind-hearted, generous humanitarian that I am, I'm always happy to help a Nigerian prince in need. But it just strikes me that, like, I mean, society has evolved. Uh, There's planning and foresight, and we have the benefit of technology. Like, Go on Nigerian Kings. Just go on LegalZoom.com and you you can pay to have them create uh, an estate plan for you, for for young prince. Yeah, exactly. Little little estate planning wouldn't hurt. It's criminal. Criminal. Well, it's the king's fault. I like the way you you turned it. We we actually covered this on a past episode about the – Scams and Nigerian prince scam has a long history that you goes think that's back. A scam? Well, I don't know. I guess so. I just think it's bad estate planning. I really don't think it's a scam. These they're in need. They are. Yeah, they, they need are your help, need. John. Who are you to turn them down? Each right, of us uh, needs all of us, John Rennie. We all do. We're all in it. We're all together. children of God. Don't yep. you forget that. Love Trump's hate. You know. Oh, I'm triggered. You just said it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're not allowed to say Trump. He has been banned from Twitter. Not even if you use it in the correct context. Hmm. So that's uh, my second grievance. My third one is everything, and I do mean everything, is being turned into some sort of continuity program or subscription plan. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Everything. Everything. You are hundred percent correct. Yes. What was the, was it you that sent me the one about the, uh, is it Volvo that's doing it or? Cars. It? Yes. Cars. Listen to this. It wasn't bad enough. Yeah. It wasn't bad enough that you got a complimentary subscription to like Sirius XM radio for the first six months. Right. When you buy a new vehicle. I think a lot of GM vehicles give you that. Yep. Um, and then when that is up, they're hammering you endlessly to renew it or to continue your subscription on a paid level. That wasn't enough. And you know, like GM's getting a cut of that or they wouldn't be playing nicely with Sirius XM. Right. They're getting a cut. Right. We'll put it in all of our cars initially, but we want to cut on, you know, the back end from whatever sales yeah. you convert into paid subscriptions. There's, make no mistake about it. So that wasn't enough. Now some of the different auto manufacturers are making options on your vehicle. Oh, jeez. Subscription-based. Oh, you like that remote starter? You can have that for free for the first six months. So, like, basically, like, when winter hits, your, your automatic start doesn't work anymore because you have to pay an extra $12 a month for it. It's the nickeling and diming of the American consumer by these companies. It's, it's awful. It's terrible. And Absolutely terrible. Like we talk about it all the time. Make it easy for people to give you money. Don't make me fax a credit card number. Make it easy. To cash check, credit card, debit, PayPal, whatever, Venmo. And don't nickel and dime me. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that is not always the highest quality establishments. But when you vacation, there are those all-inclusive resorts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably getting watered down liquor a little bit or whatever. But, like, they don't nickel and dime you. You pay a flat rate. And you have access to every amenity, and the meter isn't always running. Oh, well, if you do this, it's an extra twenty. Oh yeah, that, yeah, it's an extra one fifty. Like, just bundle it, make it simple, because a confused mind never buys. That's so if so you're listening true. to this, and you have all these upsells and downsells and continuity program, just get rid of it. Make it simple. Yep. Simple sells. I yeah, stopped. Yeah, I stopped nickeling and diming. I stopped like complicating things. You know, my books aren't nineteen ninety nine; they're twenty bucks. You're either paying ten dollars or twenty dollars for my book, depending on which book you buy. It's just simple. That's what it is. Half of them are ten, half of them are twenty. Mm, I like it. And you can pay a lot of different ways. Just keep it simple. You know, I am amazed at uh, the size of some of these companies who, like large operations who make it very difficult, A, to do business with them, and B, to pay them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, like, I, bought, I bought a Jeep two days ago for my, my son who's back for the military and needs a vehicle. We went out and bought a Jeep. So I brought my checkbook with me. I guess I'm because I'm in my 50s, I have a checkbook. And uh, he's, I'm like, I'm going to write a check, pay cash for this Jeep. And the guy says, well, I don't take a check. What do you mean don't take a check? It's like, well, the only thing we'll accept is uh, you can do a debit card or we can do a credit card or we can do a uh, uh, cashier check. I said, I'm right here. I have a checkbook. I can show you my account balance right here. I'm going to write you a check. Nope. So we, you know, I had to run out to one of my bank branches, get a, a cashier's check. They charged you to write a cashier's check. Uh, in my case, it's a credit union. It did not. They did not charge me. There you but, go. Uh, Banks do. If you ask yeah. them to waive it, they will exactly. waive it. You got to ask. A shout out to Navy Federal Credit Union, my bank, uh, my credit union. You guys do a great job. Gave me a cashier's check. And uh, no problem about the Jeep. But, you know, again, you didn't make it easy for me to do business with them. Yep. So and, and you know, why? It, it's, it's 
I bought I bought cars my whole life with a with a with a checkbook. And it's the first time ever. It was like, oh, I had to have a cashier's check. Oh, the latest, John. A lot of places are charging. They're passing the credit card. Oh, transaction yes. fee onto the customer. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, which is it's the cost of doing business. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, ask me, and this will end my. Uh, <laughs> My airing of grievances. Ask me why I don't eat at Ruby Tuesdays anymore. Ah, that's a good question. Have, why don't you eat at Ruby Tuesdays anymore, Coach Brew? Personally boycotted, and I'm trying to have Ruby Tuesdays canceled. Wow. A bunch of years ago, uh, on my way home from work, on Fridays, I would always pass the local Ruby Tuesdays. A couple towns over from me. Um, I used to work late on Fridays uh, with a client, and my wife would put the kids to bed. I would pick up a couple appetizers, maybe an entree. Uh, we would have some drinks and appetizers after the kids went to bed. It was our little Friday night kind of at-home date. And we liked the appetizers at Ruby Tuesdays. Well, I would call in my order and pick it up to go. Called in my order, and when I got there, they're like, we have no record of your order. And I had been coming in there, like, every Friday for almost two years. Uh, I was a pretty regular customer. Yeah. They knew me by name. Uh, I knew the manager on duty by name. Um, and I said, well, that's funny because I called in. I told them the name of the person that took my order. They're like, yeah, we have no record of that. Uh, if you will have a seat at the bar, I'll put it in right now uh, while you wait. I said, okay, I'll watch the game. And I was watching a college basketball game, and I ordered a beer. So I'm sitting there having a beer, and it is taking forever. The place mm. is empty. It's yeah. taking forever. I'm like, can you check on my food? So, um, it, like, it, half hour had gone by. And we're talking, like, buffalo wings, french fries, and a burger, something like that, you know? Yeah. This does not take 30 minutes. So uh, he goes and checks on my food and says, yeah, I don't know why. The ticket was just sitting there like on the cook's line and they hadn't done anything with it. So we'll get it started right now. Really sorry. So I said, okay. And comes back a minute later. Hey, do you want another beer? So I said, sure. So um, out comes my beer. I finish it. Out comes my food. I go to look at the bill, and I'm thinking, like, they must have comped me because they forgot about my order twice. Yeah, yeah, twice, yeah. They know exactly who I am. I'm like, nope, they're charging me the full amount. And I'm like, he hands me a separate bill at the bar for my two beers. Oh, Like, you're kidding, right? He's like, what do you mean? Like, you got my order wrong twice. or You forgot about it twice. And I've been sitting here forever. You guys wouldn't even known about it if I hadn't brought it to your attention. Yeah. And you can't, you can't take something off of my bill or just comp me a drink? He's like, I don't have the ability to do that. You'll have to talk to the manager. Bring him out. Brings the manager out. And as I am waiting for the manager, I'm going through kind of the itemized bill. I see a, uh, a line item for $1.79. And it wasn't sales tax. And it wasn't anything I ordered. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the hell is this? And it said next to it, to-go packaging fee. Oh, shoot. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You oh, charged me for the styrofoam box and a plastic bag? That is the cost of doing business. Wow. Andrew comes out, and he heard about it from me on all fronts, screwing, you know, forgetting the order twice, not comping me anything knowing yeah. I'm a weekly regular and to go packaging fee. He's like, there's nothing I can do about the to go oh, packaging geez. fee. I can't comp yeah. you anything. Yep. And we're standing in the lobby at this point And I just look out the front door. What's across the street from Ruby Tuesdays. Well, that's probably Chili's. Can... Chili's. There you go. Yeah. I'm like, you're never going to see me again, but you will see my car out there every yeah. Friday because they're now going to get all of my business. Mm. 
And they don't care. You know? No, it's the nickeling and diming of the American consumer. And until people start to take a stand based not on the dollar seventy nine, I could have cared less about dropping a dollar seventy nine. It's the principle. And knowing that I hadn't really looked carefully at the bill, they've been hitting me for that every week for two years. Yeah, yeah. You could have you could have uh, saved some money and bought a big you know gone to Sam's Club and get a big. Back of those styrofoam things, just bring them in and say, hey, can you waive the fee? I, I bought enough for you for, yep. for a couple of years. So, yeah, I spent uh, $15 and I got you enough for three years worth. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, how you do business. Yeah. No, you got to make it easy. You got to make it simple. You got to make it to where, it, if especially when you have, and, and this has been proven time and time again, the research shows that uh, you are more likely to buy from a company that, uh, if they have a problem, is if they if they straighten it out, uh, and they do it to and they and they blow your mind how they how they resolve the problem more than if you never have a problem. So Absolutely. as business owners, if you have a problem and you make a mistake, uh, it's how you respond to it which will mean your next order or whether or not word gets out about how good you are as a uh, as a business. And, um, and that's it seems really strange, important. Doesn't it, John? it seems counterintuitive, but problems are opportunities to deepen a relationship. Absolutely. It's a problems are opportunities exactly to deepen that relationship, to show what you can do and, and, and to say, Oh, wow. Hey, don't worry about the beer. We got it covered. And you're like, man, I love this place. I'll be yep. back next week. See you guys. Thanks. And, you know, we're really sorry about that. You know, we'll, we'll get you next week. Don't worry about the beer. It's fine. You know, but no, they have to charge you for the beer. And Sad. styrofoam and the plastic. And the styrofoam and the plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, we just need to bad. build back better, John. We just need to build back better. Oh, we need build back better. Yeah. But Joe Manchin, he's stopping it. You know, the West Virginia coal miners, they uh they're they're not following the plan. It's interesting. Joe Manchin's more valuable to uh, the Republican Party than uh what's his name? Um, who's the head of the Republican Party? Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I forget his name. The old uh, guy looks like a turtle. Yeah, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Who'd have thought Joe Manchin would be more valuable yeah. to the Republican Party than Mitch freaking McConnell? Oh, he's useless. I mean, uh, we. Yep. <laughs> they all are. They really all are. It's, it's a swamp. <laughs> Trump had it right when he said it's a swamp. It's a swamp. But so, yeah, anyways. this is uh, how should we end an airing of grievances episode? I do have one uh, comment that came in from Facebook. Oh, yeah. What'd you get? Let me uh, pull this up. I'll check Twitter again. See it's if from, put in more. It's from Dante Vespignani. I don't want to piss Ooh. him off. He's probably mafia. Um, <laughs> I'm sick and tired of people getting free shit who don't deserve the free shit. Now, that could go one of two ways. Right. I'm going to spin it one way. Okay. And I would say it is um, what you would call celebrity privilege. If we're going to talk about privilege, there's way way more than like white privilege. It's celebrity privilege. Oh, big time. You know, um, know, professional athlete privilege, Hollywood celebrity privilege. Hot woman privilege, a, a oh. hot guy, like attractive person, attractive persons privilege. Yeah. So yeah. let's go with the athletes. You know, uh, when I was a uh, small college coach and we had a very limited budget, we never got free stuff from any of the major equipment manufacturers or Nike or anything like that. But the major Division One universities who absolutely had the budget and funds to pay for it always got the free shit to quote my friend Dante. Um, yep. like the people who need the free stuff don't get the free stuff. They get no love. If you need right. the love, you get no love. But you know, the uh, it's the privilege of being that elite athlete or team or coach or whoever. And those are the same people who tend not to appreciate it and take it for granted. So that is the angle I would view Dante's grievance now, it could be said that that might have been political and that, you know, people are getting handouts who don't deserve handouts. Not even going to go there. Nope. Um, but I will say that, like, yes, yeah, celebrities are always getting free this and that. 
and uh, it gets taken for granted as opposed to finding someone who um, will really, really advocate for your brand if you say, oh, I don't know, gave them a couple pounds of, let's just say bottom gun coffee, for example. Yeah. Perhaps you or I, hypothetically, uh, were to receive um, some free bags of coffee. And we fell in love with that coffee as a result of sampling it and tasting it and enjoying it. And we started to advocate for that brand, Bottom Gun Coffee. And we started to just tell people where to buy Bottom Gun Coffee, which is at BottomGunCoffee.com. And our listeners started buying Bottom Gun Coffee from BottomGunCoffee.com. Yep. Uh, And we were grateful that we got some coffee and that our listeners could benefit from Bottom Gun Coffee. Now, if it were a large podcast that, well, now we are a large podcast now that we don't have a producer yeah, we, numbers. We don't have rookie numbers anymore that we got rid of our producer. But a larger podcast um, you know, might just take some of those sponsorships uh, for granted yeah. you know, and feel entitled. So um, this is why I love Bill and the folks at Bottom Gun Coffee. Yep. Is they are a small business. We are small business owners. We are kindred spirits. And um, there is a, uh, a simpatico, a mutual synergy. And our listeners love the stuff, too. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, I feel your pain, out. Dante. You know, um, I, would love, I would love to get a free Mercedes Sprinter. For my book tours, I'd come pick oh, yeah. you up. We'd go on a, a book and a speaking tour, John. Um, you would probably do the same if you got a free submarine, you know. Um, you just drive up the coast. Do you drive a sub? Do you pilot a sub? What do you do with a sub? You drive it. You fly okay. it. It's, it's, under, it's like an air, aircraft underwater. Okay. So you, you just fly right up the coast, come pick yeah. me up. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I get no love from Mercedes, and you get no love from – who who makes submarines? Electric boat. Electric boat. Electric boat, if you're listening, hook a brother up. That's what I got for you. And, again, I want to remind everyone we're pro-Santa. We are not uh, Santa deniers. We're not anti-Christmas. Nope, um, not at all. We're just uh, viewing December 23rd through a unique lens. Absolutely. First time, and I love it. We're going to have to do this annually. Uh, oh, by the way, one came in on Twitter. Uh, I just saw from uh, P1 listener James Elliott. He said, oh, boy. Well, what's that? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's not Mrs. James Elliott, which is good because she'd have a lot to say. Uh, but uh, James Elliott said, my only grievance is that I have no grievances, which is good. Okay, maybe one, he says. I have yet to be invited on the Coach Brew podcast. Otherwise, I have no grievances. So, I don't know. See this right here? What is that, John? That is an iPhone 13. Yeah, so uh, it's a a phone. Yeah. So uh, what I'm going to do with that phone is I'm going to have Parker call you, James. (laughs) My my podcast producer will set it all up for you. Oh, that'll be reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So you can time that kid with a calendar. Yeah. yeah, One dial. So, yeah, that's what we have for you. Um, and if you'd like to leave a comment on YouTube, BrewTube here, uh, go into the comments and air your grievances. You might have yep. a grievance with me. You might have a grievance with John. He attacked both sides of the aisle in his top ten list. <laughs> so yes. just go ahead and vent. Um, it, it's considered a form of very inexpensive therapy, I believe, Festivus. It is. I love it. It's uh, it's a nice tradition. I'm I'm a thankful person in general, but it's, so it's nice to have permission, if you will, one day a year to air some grievances. It feels good to do that, uh, to shout at the screen and uh, talk about all the things that drive me crazy. Uh, but in general, I'm a thankful person. By the way, Coach Brew, I want to just share one thing. We said uh, last episode we're going to start sharing some small businesses or charities that we want to give a little shout out to, a little attention yep. to. I want to shout out to an organization that I am a part of, that I'm a contributor to, and that's the Code of Vets. And it's a uh, it's a company that 
or an organization that uh, helps veterans. You know, we've got the VA. A 501c3 nonprofit. Thank you. Uh, I always forget that. But um, they help uh, veterans where, you know, the various agencies don't. So the VA, where they fall short. And they really are helping a lot of uh, veterans during this pandemic where they're out of work or they're, they're late on bills and, uh, and they have families and they help buy Christmas gifts and things. So they literally help keep veterans and their families in their homes. Absolutely. Help so they're really veterans really and families great. in their homes with yep. heat and running water in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, in three years, they've raised more than $5 million and, and 98% has gone directly to veterans. They have only a 2% operating budget. Uh, Gretchen Smith is the head of uh, Code of Vets. She's been on my podcast. She's an amazing individual. She's been inspired by her father, who was a uh, uh, he was a Vietnam veteran, had PTSD and uh, just really struggled. And um, and she's also a veteran, Air Force veteran, and she has put her heart and soul into this organization, Code of Vets. She was just featured on Fox News uh, this week. And um, and again, five million dollars she's raised so far in three years. And she does this as a heart from her heart and she cares deeply for veterans. So Code of Vets, uh, you can see them on uh, Twitter. You can find their website, CodeOfVets.com. Uh, Is it .com or .org? I believe it's .com. Okay. I probably should have looked that up. But, so look uh, that up. Let's make sure we get it right. Uh, and while you do that, I just want to say, Gretchen, you're doing the Lord's work. Uh, yeah. You know, it's really interesting. There's so much bureaucracy in okay. government helping veterans that, you know, it's kind of like the example you gave, John, of like you're waiting and waiting and waiting for that SBA loan that you're qualified for and it hasn't yeah. come through. Well, veterans are waiting, waiting, waiting in line for health care that they qualify for yep. and for resor- other resources, financial or otherwise, that they qualify for and they have earned the hard way through service yep. that the government just isn't coming through on in a timely manner. And you know who does come through in a timely manner for them? Yep. Code of Vets. Code of Vets does. Yep. So they are they are code uh, codeofvets.com as I said as I, as I thought it was and uh, if you can also go on Twitter they're called code of vets and they're very active on Twitter they they raise most of their money through Twitter um, so great organization um, Gretchen Smith is uh, is an angel she's really she cares deeply for veterans um, and it's funny because even her her husband uh, went through a transition during during uh, during COVID and the pandemic, and they they had a downsizing. He was out of work, so she, she he was out of work, and she would still run this organization with no salary. And wow. so that's someone that really deeply cares for veterans. And uh, uh, so shout out to Gretchen Smith and Code of Vets, and I really highly encourage that is a good charity to support. I support them, and um, yeah. So those, that's my that's my shout out for the week is code of vets and hopefully yeah, and i would i would say as people are looking at charities to help out around the holidays or you know yep. if they decide that philanthropy is part of their uh, financial plan in the new year um there are a lot of bloated charities that uh very little of the actual donation goes to help directly yep. to help um the uh the intended end user recipient it goes to uh Large payrolls, sal- you know, bloated salaries, uh, expenses, and honestly, I won't mention names, uh, but there are some charities that are very, very well-known household names uh, in the veteran space. Yep. In the wounded veteran space, I might add. Yep. Yep. Uh, you can do the math on that one, kids. Yep. And then also um, humanitarian organizations that a lot of people give blood to. Yep. That like you'd be amazed at how little of how few pennies of every dollar go to the uh, intended recipients. So just be very careful with where you give your money. Absolutely give your money, but just vet those agencies and organizations carefully uh, to make sure that your your donation is maximized and used for the right purposes that you want it to be. Yep. And she's super transparent on her website is yes. all her financial statements. So you can see exactly where the money goes and shows that 98% goes directly to veterans in need. So shout out to uh, Code of Vets, Gretchen Smith. And uh, yeah, I support them. I encourage you guys to check them out. So Awesome. Codevets.com. Thanks, JR. Yep. 
That's a wrap on Festivus. Uh, I hope everyone's enjoyed it. And like we said, comment with your uh, airing of grievances. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review if you have the uh, emotional bandwidth and energy to do so. And if you don't, that's a you problem. 100%. But we love you all, especially the P1 listeners. And uh, we'll catch you in the next episode of the X Factor podcast, which is brought to you by Bottom Gun Coffee.